0: Jazz cast pros. Today on the Doze podcast, I'm tackling a challenge that affects many of us and getting honest about it. I'm talking about the daily hustle of balancing work, family, our social lives, and trying to catch those much needed Z's. I know for me, there are times when it can be quite the balancing act. So let's break it down together, share some ways to keep the peace, and maybe even have a few laughs along the way. How do you do it all without missing out on what you need to do, leaving time for fun, and making sure you get enough sleep? Stick around to find out. Welcome back to The Doze Podcast, where we dive deep into the world of sleep and explore how it intersects with every aspect of our lives. I'm Soda Kaczkowski, your guide on this transformative journey to unlocking the best version of yourself through the power of sleep. Together, we'll explore how enhancing your sleep not only revitalizes your body and mind, but also elevates your overall life, tapping into your fullest potential. Now, I wanna start by addressing a common misconception, that in order to lead a fulfilling social, family, and work life, you must sacrifice your sleep. This isn't necessarily true. Yes, there are times that life is busier than others, but it's all about finding the right balance that works for you, and sometimes thinking outside the box to meet both your social and sleep needs based on your unique circumstances. I thought this episode could serve as an important reminder as it was inspired by a review I received recently from a listener. Now, she is a powerhouse of a woman in how she dedicates her time to work, family, and our community. And she so graciously took time to share not only the benefit that she's received from implementing tips that she's learned from this podcast, but also affirmations that she's implemented as her daily reminders. And they read, I welcome sleep and all the benefits it can provide. I rest when needed without guilt. I arrange my schedule to energize me and I move away from multitasking. I prioritize me and my health. I love hearing this because whether you realize it or not, the person that you spend the most time with is yourself. And how you speak to yourself and the words that you use are powerful in how you view yourself and the world. I cannot thank her enough. I encourage you to borrow them, make them your own, or if you need a little help, I have a worksheet below that can help get you on your way. Affirmations serve as a great tool and daily reminder when life throws you a curveball. This is a tool I use when working with clients because it's easy to get caught up in the noise to overschedule and to undervalue how much sleep plays in actually helping you get everything done. So I want you to take a moment and I want you to think about it. Can you relate? I mean, you can get overwhelmed not only because of the things that need to get done in the day, but the pressure that you put on yourself to get them done. Some things, yes, have a deadline, but I have to remind myself as well, if the laundry has to pile up or not get put away until the weekend, then so be it. It's important to set those boundaries and know when to take a step back. And I know if you have kids at home like I do, you might need that uniform, jersey, or item clean, but the rest can wait. And it isn't the end of the world if something gets missed. So... I saw a meme on Instagram the other day as there are plenty circulating at the expense of how sleep can get away from us. And this particular one said, our kids are finally at an age that we can sleep in on the weekends. Enter youth sports response. Let me stop you right there. (laughs) So there are always going to be transitions that can take you off course just when you think that you can rest. So you have to be proactive in your approach. Now, yes, as moms, we do do it to ourselves, sometimes, okay, <laughs> all of the time. We want the best for our kids, and we want them to try their passions and to excel in everything that they do, but we often put undue pressure on ourselves. And let me just ask you this. Do we not have enough other things in the world to stress about? Research shows that kids just want to play. It doesn't matter how or what to them, but we build it up that they need to be doing, going, and they really don't. Now, if your child is super dedicated to becoming the next Lionel Messi, then maybe they need to be in five travel soccer teams to get there, but probably not. How do you get to be the best at something? Yes, it's through practice, but quality over quantity wins every time, in life and in sleep. The rest and recovery is an important part of that process. There are many athletes that will back me up on this, including the great Messi himself. He prides himself on getting enough sleep to perform his best. I love to use this example, especially when I provide school programs because most of the kids' favorite players and teams have now enlisted sleep coaches to help them improve their performance and recovery. The shift is starting to happen and it's another factor that can get them into bed earlier. By the way, the same goes for you. If you wanna physically and mentally show up for the things that you enjoy, being rested helps you to enjoy them more so that they feel less like chores. I mean, have you ever made plans just dreading when they finally arrive? that is a sign that you aren't giving yourself the space that you need. But there's nothing wrong with canceling a dinner date with your BFF and deciding to run errands together instead. (laughs) Our need for social interaction can be fulfilled in a number of ways. So I would encourage you to sit down and really take a look at your schedule between work, activities, chores, meetings, and getting social, leaving room for fun, peace, which, hint, is your self-care, and time for sleep, which should also be part of your calendar. Look at what is important and what isn't. Is there something you or your little dread doing? It's a sign to maybe drop it or change it to something that fills you rather than drains you both. To lay the foundational work for fitting it all in, you and the members of your family, right down to the little ones, need to avoid following a schedule that leaves you feeling overwhelmed, exhausted, cranky, and uncooperative. The social jet lag I mentioned stems from not getting enough sleep during the week and then oversleeping on the weekends or having a sporadic sleep schedule. It's defined as the difference between your weekday sleep and your weekend sleep schedule. I do admit that my daughter has quite a few activities of her own on her calendar, from Taekwondo, I am a super proud mom. She just tested for her double black stripe last week, to gymnastics, Girl Scouts, and Chorus, and this week she just also added Coding Club for a STEAM project her school is conducting. And just as a side note, I think this is such an important field for little girls to have interested. And something that I really encouraged her as being a Latina is there's a very small representation in this field. Also, I want her to take advantage of the programs that weren't offered when I was growing up. So putting that aside, if you look at the calendar that we keep for her, she knows when she looks at it, exactly when she can rest, she has days that are built in, what she can skip rearrange or lose altogether if she needs to based on how she feels. She also clocks a solid 10 to 11 hours every night so she's ready for the day ahead. Now, I was very conscious of making sure that she doesn't attend activities too late. And I know sometimes that isn't always possible because they may be scheduled in that way, but it's an opportunity to figure out where everything else that needs to be done fits in. So you aren't trying to fit in, you know, eating dinner at 8.30 or 9 o'clock or tackling homework when it's actually time for sleep. As I've always said before, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. It makes it way easier on everyone and more likely that sleep will get the time slot it deserves if you make a plan. Now, I know in a perfect world, it would all be super easy, but even as a super organized person and a full grown adult who speaks about sleep, rest, and recovery every day and actively practices making time for rest, sleep, self care, and stress management. I can't even begin to tell you how many times that I've personally reached the edge and I've had to hit reset myself. I am the original resetter. But this is where you learn to give yourself grace. I have things that must be done, but including time for me has to make the list. You can't push it off because that is where burnout can happen. Now, I do get good sleep pretty consistently, but I do have bad nights too. But it's important that you know that there is no such thing as perfect sleep because life does happen. And sometimes you make consciously or unconsciously choices that prevent you from sleeping as deeply or as well as you could have. But if you prioritize sleep as being important to you, then you learn what to avoid, what to reduce, and what habits better support what you want. I mean, my best friend loves her Starbucks, but she knows to avoid it after a certain time because she'll regret it the next day. You know, I share this with you because as a sleep coach, I help my clients today because I've been there and walked in their shoes. I've been pushed to the edge, hyper-scheduled, overwhelmed, feeling like nothing on my calendar can go. But things are only as important as you make them out to be. And taking care of yourself should be number one because it helps in how you show up for others. So the best way we can take care of ourselves, especially our families, is to show them that we care about ourselves too. It isn't the sacrifice that they're looking for. They're looking for our attention, time, and to be present with them. You cannot do that if you're walking around in a state of brain fog and sleep deprivation. And you can't be the super multitasker powerhouse unless you get your sleep. As I've mentioned in previous episodes, I spend my days talking to companies and organizations about the importance of sleep and implementing it into their workplace initiatives. And I tell them there's no better role model than my 9-year-old to help keep my daily habits those small things every day that lead to the big picture. She'll be the first one to ask me if I drank enough water despite putting water bottles everywhere that I can see them. Sometimes I do forget. You know, I consider her my own little coach. She keeps me and my husband's habits on track more than anyone because the family dynamic, whatever that looks like for you, is the most important. If you create healthy habits altogether, it's easier to maintain them. It is creating an environment and a support system around you that helps to keep you on track. If you promote healthy habits, they grow to become your practice, your ritual, and what you hold as comfort. And both kids and adults thrive when we follow a routine. When you don't have a routine, this is where you can fall into patterns that create that social jet lag. And while the term may sound unfamiliar, the experience, I assure you, is not. I mean, have you ever felt completely out of sync after a weekend of staying up late and sleeping in? that's social jet lag. It's the mismatch between your body's internal clock and your social calendar. And unlike the jet lag that you experience when you travel across different time zones, social jet lag happens when your social obligations, like late night out with friends or early morning commitments, push you out of your natural sleep patterns. Recent research has shed light on how prevalent and impactful it can be. And studies have found that it can lead to poor health, mood, performance outcomes, leading to increased risks of obesity, metabolic syndrome, and mental health disorders. It's clear that the effects of social jet lag extend beyond merely feeling tired on a Monday morning. So then what can you do about it? Adjusting your social calendar might not always be possible, but there are steps that you can take to minimize its effects. Which brings me to my tips and tools of the week. How to keep your sleep in check while juggling a busy schedule. Number one, consistency is key. Try to keep your sleep and wake times consistent even on weekends. Try to make it a non-negotiable and have a cutoff time to make sure everyone gets to bed on time. Now, I know this can be more of a societal issue versus a personal issue. Social norms and expectations often don't align with our biological needs. And late night social events, early morning meetings, and the 24-7 nature of modern life can make it challenging to stick to a sleep schedule that suits your internal clock. As with the example of weekend sports, if your child has an activity-filled weekend, make sure that they're still getting the sleep that they need. Kids need more sleep than adults do, so they should be turning in early until they hit their teens when all they want to do is stay up late and then sleep in all day. That's why researchers suggest that workplaces and schools consider more flexible starting times to accommodate different chronotypes, and that's whether you're more of a night or an early person, even though there are quite few others as well. But by aligning our social obligations more closely with our biological predispositions, we could potentially reduce the prevalence of social jet lag and the sleep deprivation many people often feel. The best tip for keeping consistency is a regulation of light. And if you haven't listened to it, check out episode five to learn how to use it to manage both your days and nights. Also, I just wanna mention that keeping consistency doesn't mean that you can't sleep in ever. You just wanna keep it as long as your sleep cycle. And the average for an adult is about 90 minutes. So if you wake up at 6 a.m. every day, yes, you can sleep in. Just make it, you know, either 7.30 or 9 o'clock if you can, because I'm sure you've been there before, right? You decide to not set that alarm or you kind of wake up whenever and you wake up kind of feeling groggy and disoriented. And you might end up actually feeling more tired than if you had just woken up initially. So timing your sleep is going to be really important. But the push here is to encourage you to have a regular bedtime so that you and your family clock enough Z's and aren't trying to make it up by napping your Sundays away. And number two, get creative about how you schedule and socialize. My go-to now is brunch over dinner with my girlfriends or we incorporate activities like bowling where everyone has their separate space and time for fun. I've also had walking meetings where I meet up with someone to talk and walk which can be just as enriching as evening activities that don't take away from family time or time for yourself after the nine to five. You get to reclaim your five to nine so you aren't scrolling until midnight and you have time for yourself after all your obligations. And it also aligns better with a sleep-friendly schedule that will get you to bed on time. And number three, leverage technology. It's here, it's been here, and it can be a huge time saver. I love having my meetings online now. It saves me the travel time, I can be home for dinner, and sometimes I can take them in my pajama bottoms and slippers. I can be comfortable, but still be able to volunteer time to the causes I care about. It can also be great for playdates, especially with COVID respreading. You know, my daughter can connect and play video games or have a virtual meetup with her friends without the planning and the risk of running past bedtime. You can also use it to set alerts and remind you that it's time to wind down, a trick my mom uses so she doesn't find herself watching TV too late. And last, as a bonus tip, it's also worth mentioning having an open conversation with your social circle about the importance of sleep. You might be surprised to find that many of your friends and family are also looking for ways to balance their social life with better sleep habits. Together, you can support each other in finding activities that accommodate everyone's sleep needs. Ultimately, the goal is to cultivate a lifestyle that honors both your social and sleep needs. It's about making conscious choices and sometimes being willing to swim against the cultural current that prioritizes productivity and socializing over rest. Remember, prioritizing sleep doesn't mean sacrificing your other commitments or activities that you enjoy. It means enhancing your ability to enjoy them fully and to be present. Okay, friends, that's all I have for you this week. I'm eager to hear how you balance your sleep and social life or any unconventional or maybe alternative strategies that you discovered that work for you. Your experiences could really help inspire others to rethink their own habits and find new ways to thrive both socially and restfully. So please drop them in the comment section below and share them with us. Until next time, thank you for listening. I'm back every Wednesday with a new episode, ready to share my knowledge and empower you to take control of your sleep. If you've enjoyed what you heard, please subscribe to the Doze podcast. I still have lots to share with you as we work together towards creating solutions around your unique sleep challenges and needs. Until then, remember you are pure potential if you change how well you sleep. At Start With Sleep, the parent company to the doze, we're looking to simplify the process of getting you consistent and better sleep, so we're excited to unveil a unique approach to home sleep testing as part of our new model. Our unique device, unlike traditional options, can be used for up to 28 days. It's a convenient, easy-to-use, and wallet-friendly option. Plus, we deliver it free, right to your doorstep with free returns. No more back-and-forth to doctor's appointments. Also, if you have a sleep disorder, we provide remote appointments that fit your schedule with no travel needed. A prescription for therapy is also provided without the need to spend multiple nights in a sleep lab. Last, it's a great tool for gaining actionable insights on how to improve your sleep. Visit us at StartWithSleep.com to schedule yours today.